welcome to the Whiskey Sisters podcast. I am Inka Larissa. And I am Jennifer Rose. Join our weekly adventures as we rock the whiskey world. We will be bringing you whiskey-related news and gossip, discussing latest bottle releases, and of course, tasting our way through delicious drams. We'll be hosting expert guests, hitting the road to visit some Scottish distilleries, and let's not forget dropping in some cheeky whiskey facts. You're listening to Whiskey Sisters, the podcast. It is time for our sixth episode. Today we'll be talking about blended whisky and sampling some remarkable regional malts that were kindly gifted to us by Douglas Lang. But first, let's stick our noses into the latest whisky news. Stick your nose in it. So, what has been happening in the whisky world in the past week or so? Well, to be honest, um, I didn't come across anything too exciting past week. Um, obviously, there were some uh, new releases from different brands, including the Macallan releasing the world's oldest whiskey. Ooh. And this is really funny because on episode four, if I remember right, we just mentioned the world's oldest, oldest whiskey, which was the Glenlivet eight-year-old. Eight yeah. So literally just like two weeks gone by and there's another one. McAllen's getting one up. <laughs> I know. Bottled at 81 years old. Wow. Mm, the single malt has been maturing in sher- uh, sherry seasoned oak casks since 1940. So the cask was filled just two years before the distillery was forced into temporary closure during the Second World War. How amazing is that? Like that age. So much history. Exactly. Um, It is said to have notes of dark chocolate, sweet cinnamon, aromatic peat, treacle, toffee, crystallized ginger and charred pineapple. Basically a rich, sweet and smoky. The treacle toffee. So on episode four, when we were talking about these older releases and their outlandish bottle designs, so what about the the bottle design on this Macallan 81-year-old? Oh, yeah, wait for this one. It's it's a good one. Uh, Well, no, the bottle design is actually not too bad at all. It looks like a very unique decanter, but they have also created a bronze sculpture of three hands, not two, but three hands that hold the bottle. And I find the hands a little bit creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, over the top. Um, And they do take away from the bottle, in my opinion. And it's actually, um, I saw earlier today, actually on Instagram, that the whole thing is covered Mm -hmm. in this wooden case that opens and then reveals these hands holding the bottle. I've not seen it yet. It sounds a little bit like something that would be on Ozzy Osbourne's mantelpiece. Oh my god, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And they also made some sort of film with music linked to this release as well. So there's a whole tune, like theme song for the release of this (laughs) whiskey. If we release our own whiskey, we need to get a song to go with it. Like just go flow McAllen over the top. I do feel a little bit bad for the Glenlivet. They've been like, damn it, we didn't do anything like so clever. We just released this tiny bottle and nothing else. They've hit up with one year older and got a whole shebang going along with it. 
Whiskey Sisters! Today we will be talking about blends. So I thought it would be handy to start by explaining the definitions of blended whiskey. Because there's a few. So blended scotch whiskey is a blend of one or more single malt scotch whiskies and one or more single grain whiskey. Uh, and this category is the most sold around the world, making up over 90% of the Scots whisky sales worldwide. As much as that, 90%. I hadn't realized that, actually. Exactly. It's, it's a big, big market. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is also blended grain Scotch whisky. So that's a blend of single grain Scotch whiskies from different distilleries. And blended malt Scotch whisky, which is a blend of single malt Scotch whiskies from one... Uh, more than one distillery and uh, this is the category that these remarkable regional malts goes under. So blended malt is basically the same as blended scotch but without the green element. Exactly, exactly. Okay, like I find it so impressive how these people know how to blend together such a wide range of whiskey, especially when it comes to mixing the single malts with grains. Yeah, yeah, they must have really great and detailed knowledge of the flavours yeah. that all this, like even just all these distilleries, um, what they're providing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just how to blend the single malts and single grains, but really having the knowledge um, of the other distilleries. Um, and also knowing how the cask will impact the spirit as well. It's, yeah, it sounds very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, as we learned during our visit to the new Johnny Walker experience last year um, through in Edinburgh, blending different malts and green whiskies really started what, over a century and a half ago, when there were some changes in the law that allowed those to be combined. And it was actually the shopkeepers that were used to blending different wines and teas and other potions and things. And it was them that started to blend the whiskies, labelling them under their own name, like John Walker. Well done. Uh, <laughs> you definitely got much more out of this Johnny Walker musical opening act <laughs> than I did. Um <laughs> I found it a little bit hard to focus <laughs> because I was trying not to laugh so much. It was quite an experience and intro to the Johnny Walker, wasn't it? It was. It was kind of like a Willy Wonka's Whiskey Factory, wasn't it? Yeah. I was definitely not expecting someone being singing us and telling us the history sure. that way. That's it. I thought we were going to go through the tunnel in the Whiskey River. <laughs> Yeah, so other blends uh, that started the same way were Palantines, Mm -hmm. uh, the Shivers Brothers and Dewar's, for example. But the Johnny Walker is the world's best-selling whiskey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, when it comes to blended malt scotch whiskies, there's no limit to the number of single malts you can use. So it could be two or it could be 20, if I've got that right. Yeah, yeah. So it can be any, as long as, I guess, over two. But that's the thing with blends, really. You just, it's up to the the distillery Mm -hmm. who is doing the blending to decide what they want to put in it. Um, And some popular blended malt scotch whiskey expressions include the monkey shoulder, which is actually 100% made for mixing, not uh, really for sipping. 
um, and sheep dip, which I think you tried. Yeah, I've tried really? that. Yeah, Compass Box has many as well, and these remarkable regional malls uh, that we'll be talking about in our tram on fire sections shortly are all um, under this category. Mm -hmm. So do you, do you have any favorite blends or is this something you drink often or are you more single malt kind of girl? Do you know, I don't have a favorite blend and I guess I've not been that up to speed with current blends and maybe had in my mind just thinking about blended whiskies that I would think about when I was much younger, you know, Bells or White and Mackay whiskies that I would be aware of, you know, when I was yeah, kind of growing up and things. So I've really enjoyed been the tasting for today's episode, actually, because I have been focusing more on single malt. It's funny to think that the blends, blends are actually just is such a big market. Yes. Because I've hardly touched any blends during my whiskey yeah. journey. So um, that's it. And it's over 90 percent. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sure there's many good ones. And if any yeah. of our listeners have any any tips on what which ones we should try, please just let us know on Instagram, on Twitter, or any Definitely. of our sites. Yeah, that would be really good to hear, actually. Dram on fire. Today's section, we will feature all six remarkable regional malts. And these are all made using a blend of single cask, single malts with characteristics of each region. Uh, and these are offered as natural as it gets with no coloring or chill filtration. The Epicurean is a blend of some of the finest lowland malts and bottled at 46.2% ABV. It's citrusy fruity and quite light and the colour is a kind of light sunny golden. We've got Timorous Beastie, it's bottled at 46% ABV and is a blend of Highland malts such as ones distilled at Glengoyne, Dalmore and Glengarrach. With this one you get notes of malted barley, oak, honey, raisins and a touch of citrus. Mm. Uh, Scallywax Bayside Malt um, is a bit richer in flavour compared to these two whiskies that you just mentioned. Um, it's also bottled at 46% ABV. It is made using a blend of Bayside Malts such as Mortlark, uh, Macallan and Glenross. It gets these rich flavors from the ex-sherry cask used for the maturation. So you can expect dark fruits, dark chocolate, Christmas spices like nutmeg, cinnamon and ginger, mm -hmm. and with touch of vanilla. Nice. And we've got cauldrons. I think that's how you say it, like rhymes with cauldrons. And that's a marriage of the finest Campbelltown malts bottled in very small batches at 46.2% ABV. I really like the meaning, which is Bay of Storms. And you can definitely taste the seaside air in this spirit. It's got salty, yet both a sweet and spicy flavour profile. I get notes initially of honeysuckle and mm. a saltiness, but a as of a salted caramel on the nose mm -hmm. and um, the mouthfeel to me was quite dry and to taste I got a peppery spiciness initially yeah and then I was just thinking I was trying to channel last week's episode and I was like do you know what just be confident and do you know what I did get I got an oaty biscuits like and I thought I was actually thinking I didn't get a smoky smokiness but it was very mild and I wrote down bonfire embers like really oh. kind of mild smokiness 
That sounds nice. <clears throat> it's been a while since I've tried that one. And unfortunately, I didn't have that one at home, so I couldn't <laughs> give it another go. But that does sound quite nice. And I'm always drawn to these saltier flavors. Yeah. Um, and that's why these last two are my favorites from this range. Mm -hmm. Um, so, as you probably guessed, it is the Big Peat, 46% uh, APV, and it's a blend of Isla malts such as Ardberg, Cool Isla, Beaumont, and even Port Ellen. It is earthy, smoky, savory, with lovely sweetness coming through as well. Mm -hmm. And another one is the Rock Island, which is maybe marginally my, like, all my top one of all these mm -hmm. um it's a blend of single casks single molds from isla aaron jura and orkney although they hint that there may be other single molds from islands uh in there too ah yeah and it's savory peppery and smoky as well did you have a favorite from the range what, would, what did you like i think it would actually be the golden's one for me was my favorite on the taste but mm. i'm but I'm not sure as well, you know, because I knew it was a Campbelltown mall and I loved the West Coast and I had holidays here as a child. And I think it was bringing like memories of the West Coast, like salty air and, and things like that. So I'm not sure if that influenced it, you know, those kind of warm, fuzzy feelings. But I did. I thought it was a, a juicy dram. I would, I would mm. drink that again. I, I was going to guess that you'd say scallywag. Ah, really? I don't know why. But mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that you're going for more of these kind of <laughs> savory ones. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, these are, I usually, obviously, these are all perfectly fine to be sipped neat on their mm -hmm. own or paired with, you know, chocolates or different foods. Mm -hmm. But I also use them a lot in cocktails and the brand yeah. also promote cocktail making on their social media and especially with scallywag um there's mm -hmm. some they've done like a chocolatey version of it and Ooh. actually all of these whiskies they have different um range so they do like 10 year olds 12 year olds uh -huh. um sherry cask aged and like just a little twist of the the classic there is so much to learn then with blends really isn't there yeah definitely there's so much you can do mm -hmm. And I, I like this idea of blends of each region. Obviously, the islands yeah. are not actually, they're not officially counted as regions and it's highlands and islands yes. as one. But it's just such a big region to count, count as one. I just think, for me, I always like to think the islands separately and I like yes. that they've done that as well. Well, we should definitely feature a blended whiskey when we're doing a cocktail episode, shouldn't we? Yes, absolutely. Um, and if anyone wants to try any cocktails with these these ones that we mentioned, go to my blog on the sauce again. <laughs> <laughs> or my Instagram. <laughs> you get it in there, ghetto. Yeah. Dream Dram. Okay, so I want to know, Inka. So picture this. You are able to have a whiskey with any celebrity dead or alive, and share a dram with them. Who would your dream dram be with? It would be with the one and only Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we could have a couple of drams, have a little boogie, um, somewhere cool, yeah. dance the night away. But I'm not sure what my dram, what would be the dram to share with the king? Mm, it's quite a decision mm, 
Exactly. I've got a feeling that he was more of a bourbon guy anyway. I was going to say, do you not think, do you not think Elvis would like a, a little bit of sweetness? Yes. So actually now it's just came to me. It would be Arbiki Highland Rye Whiskey. Nice choice. And, yeah. And Inca and Elvis has got quite a nice ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The problem is I can't sing and I can't dance at all. So <laughs> that's why we need those couple of whiskeys. <sighs> so what would you your dream dram be and with whom? Well, do you know, you're saying Elvis. So I think we like, you know, we're we're going for big hitters here. Because my main man, my dream dram is with the man in black, Johnny Cash. And I can hardly <gasps> say his name without having like an excited <laughs> because I'm so excited. I love Johnny Cash and I imagine that he would sing and with his warbly voice and it would like it would like ricochet off my heart and it would be so amazing. But anyway, I think we would I think actually Johnny Cash would like a big peaty smoky dram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you would definitely have to have to get your peat came up <laughs> for this one. <laughs> I might sneak him, like if I could have a dream dram moment with Johnny Cash, I'd maybe sneak him something nice and smoky and peated and have a little bit more, <laughs> have one a little bit less so for me. So what would you recommend for me then for giving Johnny Cash if it was like, because I'm not that up on my big peated smoky drams. Give me some hit tips. Oh, that's a good one. Well, obviously, if you want something that you would like as well, then you should just go with the Bunavin. Deutsch Tech Agar. Agar, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking then you that. would you would you would like it as well. Um or you could just get one of these quite limited bottles of from Malt Whiskey Society when they did the uh Lafroic, I think it was twenty to twenty one or twenty two year old with notes like tar and it was super intense, but yeah. still so nice and lovely balance of peat with all this kind of sweetness and funky stuff oh this is just like making me a bit dreamy-eyed how good would that be if we had to be time machine inca <laughs> i have to say johnny cast is a good choice good choice whiskey sisters whiskey fact time now for our whiskey facts as we've been talking about blends it makes sense to give a few facts about the category so Inka were you aware that Taiwan is the world's biggest blended malt market no I did not know that Taiwan is the world's biggest blended malt market um, I thought it would be the US or Singapore um, actually talking about the biggest Scotch whiskey markets in general, um, do you know the top three? No, I don't actually. Well, this is just changed. Um, so the top three are the US, France, and then it's Taiwan. And the ah. third one used to be Singapore, but now it's changed to Taiwan. So they are definitely growing whiskey lovers yeah. over there. And an ever-changing market by the sounds of things. Mm. I wouldn't have known that about France at all. I think it's quite amazing that it's it's such a big market. Uh, they actually, French drink more scotch than they drink cognac mm. or brandy or something like that. Perhaps the Whiskey Sisters will need to book a France trip on, on their road trip um, schedule. Yes. <laughs> 
that might happen. Um, also, as I mentioned, the monkey shoulder earlier, I I wanted to check if you've heard the meaning of the name. What's the meaning behind the name monkey shoulder? Do you know, I don't know the meaning, but funny you mentioned that one because see the name of that, it actually puts me off from trying it because I think, <laughs> oh, I think that's like a wee bit hairy and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, monkey shoulder is like, it makes sense that it's just made for cocktails in mine because it's not the most sippable of blends. Is it not? No, not for me. It's quite citrusy and kind of, I think they've done a smoky version, which I haven't tried. I would be interested in trying that actually, but yeah, it's not my favorite. For cocktails, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so going back to the name, it was inspired by the traditional process where the malted barley was turned by hand with heavy shovels. And all that shoveling caused the workers a shoulder injury, making the arm hang low like uh, a monkey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like a monkey's arms. So that's how it got the nickname Monkey Shoulder. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> I still don't know if I want to try it. Sorry. You've been listening to the Whiskey Sisters podcast. Next week, we will be diving into the history of women and whiskey as we celebrate International Women's Day. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure to pour yourself a dram and join us next Wednesday. Meanwhile, you can keep up to date on all things Whiskey Sisters on our Instagram at whiskeysisters.podcast, Twitter at Whiskey Sisters, and Facebook at Whiskey Sisters Podcast. Bye for now, Jen. Bye, Enka. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Blended bad boys. Bye. Bye.